Hello, friends. You're listening to the Sound Off Podcast. My name is Nate Laux, and I'm your host. Sound Off is a community conversation show that airs each Monday and Friday live on 96.7 The Eagle in LaPorte, Indiana. And while podcasts don't allow for live interaction, we are still grateful to have you listening and engaged. So please help us out by subscribing and rating the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. Share the podcast with your friends and enjoy today's conversation. Hello, friends. Today is Monday, November 8th, and you're listening to Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. My name is Nate Laux, and it's an honor to be your host today. Back on the show today is the site manager for the LaPorte County Health Department's COVID-19 clinic, nurse practitioner Peggy Rose. We're going to talk about the state of COVID-19 in LaPorte County, the new vaccine boosters, and whether or not kids should get vaccinated for COVID-19. I'm sure you have lots of questions about this. We'll take your questions as well. And if you have a question for our guest today... Call or text our liquor vault on airline at 219-362-0522 or email soundoff at 967theeagle.com. And I'd be happy to ask the question for Miss Peggy Rose. But first, it's time for On This Day in History. On November 5th, 1960, my grandfather's Bill Lauchs' favorite president was elected. John F. Kennedy, 43, became the youngest man ever to be elected president of the United States, narrowly beating Republican Vice President Richard Nixon. He was also the first Catholic to become president. The campaign was certainly hard fought and bitter, just like our campaigns are today. And for the first time, candidates engaged in televised debates. Issues that helped define this election for voters were rising tensions regarding the Cold War and the economy and economic growth, especially for minorities. Now, Nixon took every opportunity to characterize Kennedy as too young and too inexperienced to handle the responsibilities of America's Cold War diplomacy. Though, ironically, Nixon was only a few years older than Kennedy at 47 years old himself. Kennedy was by no means a perfect president, especially in his well-known dalliances. Despite having an incredibly short life and presidential career, though, John F. Kennedy made the most of his time. He not only helped the U.S. economy out of recession, but he created the Peace Corps, helped women achieve fair wages, contributed to the partial ban of nuclear testing, and established the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Without these key pieces of legislation... The United States would look even different than it is today. And that's on this day in history. So today on the show, we have a site manager for the LaPorte County Health Department's COVID-19 clinic, nurse practitioner Peggy Rose. We're going to talk about COVID-19, COVID-19 vaccines, boosters, all these kind of things. If you have a question for our guest today, if you have a question about, you know, whether or not you should get the vaccine or just, you know, just an honest question about these things, call or text the Liquor Vault on airline at 219-362-0522 or email me at soundoff at 967theeagle.com. Miss Peggy Rose, how are you? Good. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, it's good. Good to have you back. How how is everything going at the Laporte County's vaccine clinic? Things are going well. Um, what I can say is we've been in operation four days a week since January 11th. We were out at the fairgrounds. Then at the end of May, we moved to the what was the old Laporte Hospital at 1007 Lincoln Way. Northwest Health graciously has let us use their space over there, and it's a perfect place for us. Um, there's a lot of privacy, actually, when people get their shots in, in this facility. And so we've been there since 
January 11th, and to date we've done 33,690 vaccines. Now, I can't give you a breakdown of how many of those are have been completed in terms of the series, but we're now again into giving the boosters for both the Moderna and the Pfizer and the J&J. And just last Friday, we started giving the vaccines, the Pfizer pediatric vaccine, to those that are 5 to 11 years old. Explain to me, let's talk a little bit about the booster, okay? Um, so... Many of us, myself included, I've, I've had two Moderna vaccines. And so I need to, as we were talking before the show, I certainly need to get in there and get my booster. Uh, why are they doing a booster? Obviously, you know, some people thought that maybe if you get the, the initial vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccines, that maybe you'd be protected, you know, kind of in perpetuity. But that's not the case. Is this going to be kind of like a flu shot thing where you need to get an updated booster every once in a while? or? I think that they still don't know that yet. I don't think that the science has told us that yet. When they, when they began this and when they initially set out for a two-shot series in order to be completely vaccinated, one of the reasons why they did that is because they were in a hurry, honestly, to get people vaccinated because people were becoming so ill with COVID infection. So I don't think that they were totally surprised, though, that there's a need for the booster. And the booster is because they see that the immunity that one does develop with the first two doses, the immunity does wane over time, which is why they've established the six-month period, waiting period, in between dose number two and a booster dose. And that is for both the Pfizer and the Moderna. Somebody who received the J&J they now are recommending a second dose, a booster dose for that um, vaccine, and that is at two months after the, the first one. And the J&J is the one that people thought they were, as they said, one and done. Mm -hmm. So with the booster for J Johnson & Johnson shot, can that be any of the other shots, the Moderna or the Pfizer? Is that yes, correct? And, that, and that's actually for all three. So for Pfizer, Moderna, and J&J, &J, we call it mix and match. You can mix... Uh, the vaccine that you've, so you finished the primary series of two with both the Moderna and the Pfizer, and then you can boost with any one of the other two. Can we talk a little bit about antibodies? Because I know there's been many people that have, have had COVID-19 mm -hmm. uh, and they had uh, antibodies as well. Do we know how long antibodies, naturally kind of immune, immunized antibodies last in somebody's body as well? They don't know that yet. There's not enough data out there to support how long it's going to last. But what they do know is that the immunity that you develop, the, the antibodies that you develop when you have been infected with COVID is not as great and not as robust as the immunity that you would get if you are vaccinated. So they, they do believe that the vaccination immunity is better, yes. in, in theory anyway, and, yes. and than, than just getting that. So, And I know from what I've understood is if, if you've had it, getting vaccinated only just helps, right? Uh, it only helps absolutely, your immunity. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. So getting vaccinated after having been infected, you then really do have a very good, very robust immune response. And another thing about that, too, that I want to say is that um, the immunity that you develop when you have been infected is against that one certain strain of COVID-19 that you were infected with. Okay, However, so if you had the Delta variant or if you had whatever the Or other, whatever the yeah. other, the original one. Yeah. But what we know with the vaccines, the vaccines 
will help produce, boost an immune response that is effective against more of the strains than just the one that perhaps you had been infected with. So that's why you get a more robust immune response with the vaccine, more so than with just one having been infected. So just last week, I think it was last week, and I'm sorry, the weeks go by very quickly, but I think it was just last week that the um, FDA approved um, the uh, shots, the uh, vaccines, the vaccinations, COVID-19 vaccinations for children, 5 to 11, I think, is yes. that correct? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Peggy, you're also a school board member You in mm-hmm. Michigan City. You've got uh, other interests as well in this. So make the case for parents listening to get their 5 to 11-year-old vaccinated. Why do you think that is important? I think it's just as important for the children as it is for the adults as well. And children actually, you know, are great carriers of COVID-19 in terms of infecting, transmitting the infection onto other more susceptible adults. Um, Children right now um, account for about 20% of all of the new cases of COVID-19 that we see. And still across the nation on a a daily basis, we have 70,000 new cases every day and 1,000 deaths every day in the United States due to COVID-19. And children, the children, so we started um, administering the COVID vaccine, the Pfizer pediatric vaccine, this past Friday, it was our opening day, if you will, and we gave 104 shots that day to children. And on the whole, they were all very eager to receive it. There were some, there were some tears, I must say. Um, but that's just like with any vaccine when you yeah. take a child in for immunizations. I had to hold Dennis's hand you, when he got vaccinated. He was very scared, but he did it. He's a big boy. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah. Uh, we do what we need to do, right? Yes. To get it. Um, right. And I think, you know, the, and you, you listen to the kids on, on the radio, on the, on the news, and you hear what they say, and they want to go, they want to be back out. They want to go to birthday parties. They want to be able to, to see their friends. They want to be able to go to places without having to be worried about masking up. And I've heard this is one of the, again, I, I read a story that essentially uh, children do get COVID-19 at, at, at higher rates, right? I mean, they do get it because they're out and about. They're not always good at masking. They're not always good at, you know, these kind of things. Um, but they can carry it without knowing sometimes because they yes. don't tend to get as sick as, you That's know, an true. older adult. And so, but they can spread it even That's though true. you don't know they have it. And right. so... Uh, you know, there obviously we don't know the data on this, but they they do believe that there's been a significant amount of children that have passed COVID on to grandparents and things like this, not knowing that they had COVID nineteen. Yes, yes. And so, if I'm hearing you right, one of the one of the primary reasons you should get your child vaccinated is to maybe mitigate some of that spread to the more to vulnerable others. population, yes. like elderly. Correct. Like elderly, and actually to you know parents and other people who live in the household who maybe are vaccinated but now they then develop a breakthrough case we've got peggy rose on the show today we're talking about uh she's the site manager for the covid 19 clinic here in laporte county for the laporte county health department i appreciate all you guys all your team has done uh they're very helpful when i went in now if you have a question for miss peggy rose you're welcome to call or text us at the liquor vault on airline at 219-362-0522 or email me at sound off at 967theeagle.com we're going to take our our first break of the day uh, and then we got a, a caller on hold. We've got a couple questions come in here. We'll get to your questions. Again, if you have a question, give us a call. Give us, shoot us a text, and we'd love to talk to you today. But in the meantime, keep listening to 96.7 The Eagle. 
Welcome back. Glad to have you with us today on the show on Sound Off. We've got Peggy Rose, who is the site manager for the LaPorte County COVID-19 clinic for the LaPorte County Health Department. And we're talking about the booster and immunizations for children 5 to 11 years old and how COVID-19 is going. Uh, Peggy, real quick, how many LaPorte County uh, residents have been vaccinated for COVID-19? So right now we are at a 55% completion rate for COVID-19 vaccine in LaPorte County. And our goal is 70%. And we're right where the state is. The state is around 56%. Okay, great. All right, we're going to get to your callers if you have a question. 219-362-0522. Let's get to the first caller. Hey, thanks so much for waiting on the line. Thanks for calling. What's your question for Peggy Rose? Yeah, hi, Nate. This is Debbie Moss. Hi, Debbie. Hey, Mrs. Rose, may I call you Peggy? Sure, please. I have a question for you. I have three adopted grandsons. I've already gotten both of my shots, the 14-year-old and the 12-year-old. We've been waiting for the 11-year-old, and now that you have that available as of last Friday, you said? Yes. Um, do I need, is it better to make an appointment to bring him up, or is it better to just surprise him and bring him by after school one day? Well, great question, and thanks for bringing that up. So you can make an appointment. You can go online. And schedule that appointment at OurShotLPC.com. I think it's .com or OurShotLPC. Or you can call 211 or you can just walk in. And we are currently located at in the old Laporte Hospital at 1007 Lincoln Way. And we are there on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And again on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. And yes, you can schedule an appointment. It kind of helps us in terms of our planning. Um, on the other hand, more often than not, the individuals that we vaccinate on any given day are what we call walk-ins. So you can pick them up from school and bring them right down. And that, that website is, I just looked it up, rshotlpc.com. Dot com. Okay, yep. thank you. All right, some questions that have come in through the text. We've got quite a few of them. Um, here's one from Facebook. I'm 55, uh, type 2 diabetic. Can I get the booster for the Moderna vaccine? Uh, if you attest to saying that you are somebody who are considered high risk because of your employment status or because of your living conditions, um, you can, yes. So boosters aren't available for everyone yet? They have not truly been designated as being available for everybody under the age of 65. I mean, it, it was the state established, the Indiana Department of Health established the boosters for 65 plus. Those who are in high risk situations due to employment or housing, um, but they also, the state also directed us that we are not going to um, make sure that people who come in and present themselves need to show any sort of proof. If they self-attest to saying, if you I, say you need the shot. If you say you need the shot, we give the shot. We really do not question it. And, you know, that being said, two people have come from across state lines as well, too. Yeah, I, I think most of the healthcare providers I talk to, uh, obviously, there's the politics of it all. You, you just want to get the shots into people, correct? Get the shots into people. <laughs> yep, because it just helps everybody. Yeah, exactly. The more people that are vaccinated. All right, we've got Peggy Rose on the show today. We're talking about COVID-19. She's the site manager for the LaPorte County COVID-19 Clinic and the healthcare department, these kind of things. All right, here's... Um, 
uh, some more texts that have come in. First, thank you to Peggy and her team for their work at the vaccine clinic. Should people get a different vaccine for their booster? Thank you. Um, so if you got the Moderna vaccine, is there a benefit to getting the Pfizer vaccine for a booster? Or does it not really matter? That's some of the data that's out there says, yeah, that there's there is better efficacy if you boost with a different vaccine. And can you request it then? Yes, you can. And we can do it for all three. Okay. So, yeah, um, I, I certainly don't think it would hurt, right? So it would there's not some data hurt. that might there suggest some, it. But there, there is some data that's out there that does suggest, and actually it does look like the Moderna seems to have the greatest efficacy in terms of uh, immunogenicity that you can maintain. All right. Another question uh, that was text to us. That's 219-362-0522 if you have a call or a text. Why is it that some places have a mask requirement if you haven't been vaccinated when both vaccinated and unvaccinated people can be carriers? Ask that question again. Okay. I, I think inherent in the question is if both vaccinated and unvaccinated people can be carriers, why, what, what's the point of a mask mandate then for unvaccinated people? For instance, if a vaccinated person cannot wear a mask now in some places because they've been vaccinated, mm -hmm. but we know that they can still carry and spread the, vac uh, mm -hmm. the, the virus, mm -hmm. shouldn't they still be wearing a mask? I think that we could, should still continue to wear masks. And for the record, uh, Peggy is wearing a mask in here on the studio. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, clearly you're, you're in favor of wearing a mask. When you, I don't. And I mean, we do. And, you know, this brings up another issue. There are breakthrough cases that have occurred in that, you know, so some of the, and I have those numbers here, the number of breakthrough cases in the state of Indiana. So breakthrough case means... These are individuals who develop COVID infection after being fully vaccinated with the first two doses of whether it be the Moderna or the Pfizer or the one dose of the J&J. &J. And we've had 58,968 breakthrough cases in the state of Indiana. 1,245 of those individuals were admitted to hospital and 210 wound up in the ICU. And some of that has to do with the fact that, and I think that's why they're doing the boosters now, because we see that after about six months, one's immunity starts to wane. So then you become more susceptible. Now the 58,968, you know, that's not, a, that's not a too huge of a number, but they might have been a lot sicker, greater morbidity and mortality had they not been vaccinated at all and became infected all right let's get to another caller we've got peggy rose on the show today hey thanks so much for waiting thanks for listening to the show what's your question for peggy rose well hello nate hi peggy hi uh thank you for all that you do there at uh, laporte county health department folks been so good uh answering questions and particularly when i was really sick with this thing um but my question today, I wish I'd, <laughs> wish I'd have known you were doing the Moderna there in Laporte. I went to Michigan City Walgreens last Tuesday and got my booster. And I felt nothing afterwards. Not like the second shot where I felt like I had COVID all over again. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I got the booster and didn't feel any ill effect of uh, just a little stiffness. You don't, you don't know those are the magic words for me because I was just telling Peggy I, I need to get my booster and I'm afraid I'm going to get sick again from, from my thing. So hearing you say that, buddy, those are those are sweet words to me. They are. I didn't. 
I felt no ill effects at all, <laughs> not at all. But uh, what I was wondering, though, uh, since I got that, when will I be at full advocacy? Uh, efficacy, I should say, for the booster is that a generally a two week thing too? Uh, so you so you received the two, the first two, and then you received your third boost dose. And, right. and then, but, so then we say that you are considered fully vaccinated now with the booster as well, 14 days after you received the booster dose. 14 days. Mm-hmm. That was the number I, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nate, don't worry about it. Get the boost when you can. <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 you're fully charged after 14 days. Thanks so much for coming. Thanks. For, yeah, thanks. For All right, that. we're going to take our, our final commercial break of the day. It's 1249. We'll get back to your calls and your texts. We've got lots of stuff coming in here. Good questions. Um, but keep listening here to 96.7 The Eagle. Welcome back, friends, to our final segment of Sound Off. Uh, we've got Peggy Rose, the site manager for the LaPorte County COVID-19 Clinic. We've been talking about uh, child immunization for COVID-19, booster shots, all that kind of good stuff. Let's get to another caller. Hey, thanks so much for waiting. Thanks for calling and listening to the show. What's your question for Peggy? Thank you for coming on the air today. Uh, my question is, no one's doubting that this virus exists and that there's a problem with it. Uh, I mean, it's been proven in congressional hearings that our own government and Fauci were involved with it in the creation. But everyone keeps telling us, trust the science, trust the science, trust the science, just do as the government told, the government's never wrong. Um, They told us at one time, trust the science, that asbestos was safe, PCBs were safe, even smoking was safe at one time, according to our government and scientists. What's going to happen? Is there a take on this? Has anybody thought anything about this, that in five to ten years, that there are long-term results, that since this uh, vaccine was rushed through, that what's going to happen in several years now they find out that, well, maybe this was not the answer and the solution. Thank you. Thanks for calling. All right. What's your, do you have a response to that? My response is, is that the mRNA vaccine that, they, that we are using now, has actually been in the works and has been studied for about 10 years. So in terms of it being rushed through, I think we have a long history with it, just as we do all the other vaccinations that we've given. Here's a question that came in online. What good is it for me to get vaccinated if I can still get COVID-19 after getting vaccinated? Because it's going to reduce your chance of hospitalization and death. Uh, Drastically, correct? Drastically. All right, let's get to another caller. Hey, thanks so much for waiting online. Thanks for listening to the show. What's your comment, or sorry, what's your question for Peggy Rose today? Not me? Yep, that's you. What's your question? Okay, I got three questions for you. Okay, it's for the kids' vaccines. Okay, they're three to 11, or three, or five to 11. What happens if uh, they need an ID? No, they, the parent or guardian comes in and gives consent right then and there as they come in. So a four-year-old can get in there. If a parent and guardian, I assume, lies about it, that's on the parent and guardian, that's correct? correct. Oh, okay. Another one. Is that uh, is it a one-shot or a two-shot after 30 days? Great question. For the pediatric Pfizer, it is a two-shot, and it's 21 days in between dose one and dose two. Okay, that's the, that's the what, the Pfizer? That's correct. Pfizer is the only one that we currently have for the 5 to 11-year-old. Okay. And um, and all the shots are available to the kids. We we have it right now. Yes, 
Yep. And and what okay. are those what are those hours, Peggy? Um, so again, so we're at the, thank you. Sure, we're Thanks. at the Old Laporte Hospital, ten oh seven Lincoln Way, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, eight AM to six PM and Saturdays eight AM to three PM. And there was a question that came in. Where are where where are they located specifically at the Laporte Hospital? Is it the old ER? Where what is the times again? So it's the old um, registration area. So go in like you're going to go visit someone and, yes, um, and yes. uh, that door there and uh, somebody I, sh- I assume will be there to help you. Yes, right? yes. So And we have signs posted up front. Uh, another question we've received. Um, you expressed the benefit of children being vaccinated um, in its less transmission of the uh, disease to others, but vaccinated people can still have active viral particles in their nasal passages and be spreading them until your vaccine works on them, correct? Well, they can still have active virus particles in your nasal passages, but the quantity that you have is probably insufficient to transmit infection to somebody else. Mm. Uh, Here's a question. Um, uh, I am expecting a child. Should I get vaccinated? Absolutely. There's been no negative. No negative. Okay, I assume and pregnant women who do become infected with COVID have had some pretty serious, significant outcomes, including deaths. Have there been any serious? I mean, again, this is a, maybe a, a a brash question, but has there been any serious illness of children? There have been serious illnesses in children. So what we know, especially in this five to eleven year old that we are, that we um, just recently began vaccinating across the United States, five to eleven year old, we have had eight thousand children hospitalized and two hundred deaths in children five to eleven years old due to COVID. And overall, right now um, in Laporte County, Laporte County, we have had over sixteen thousand three hundred and thirteen positive cases in LaPorte County since this began, and we've had 256 deaths in LaPorte County. Um, Is the booster shot the same strength as the original shot? The booster shot for the Pfizer is the same dose as the first two. The booster shot for the Moderna is one half of the amount of the first two doses. So the first two doses in Moderna were each 0.5, so a half of cc. And this one now for the Moderna booster is 0.25, so it's a quarter of that. Here's a question we received. How can you be certain it will reduce your symptoms? My family had COVID, and it was very mild. Um, Now quite a few people, I know quite a few people uh, who had the shot and seem to have a worse case of COVID. Even when they got the shot, their reactions were worse than me having COVID, I assume, without the shot. Uh, How can you say it will lessen the symptoms when you don't know uh, because everyone seems different? Well, I think the one, the way that this question was the, was sent to you is that the first thing that was written was, how can you be certain? Well, we can't be certain about anything, honestly. I mean, that, that has been our motto at the clinic is that the uncertainty of how things have played out with COVID-19 and the vaccines. But I do, I do believe and I do think that the science and the data that we have out there has been evolving and that's what we use that directs and guides us in terms of what it is that we do and again i'd like to to say uh you know being that i am so close to someone that works in the icu here locally 
um, it's overwhelming how many people they see in the ICU that are unvaccinated. Um, and and um, so anecdotally, obviously, we don't make decisions based on one person's experience or n- not experience. Um, you know, and that's in everything, right? We can find uh, bad cases of people that, you know, they had a breakthrough case of COVID-19. Somebody might say, well, let's not, you know, point to gun control laws based on the worst case of gun control or based on these kind of things. And so you have to look at a systemic kind of thing and based on what they see see i think nationally and globally um it's the unvaccinated they're getting it worse right it now. is the unvaccinated and and yes the science does say that and anecdotally as you said you you hear it from somebody close who works at laporte hospital and i i work uh in house supervision at franciscan health in michigan city and i see it as well too those patients that come in that are covid positive are unvaccinated all right well this is our, our final section here so our final minute here why don't you give those uh times and and uh, encouragement again for people if they want to get their booster shot or if they want to get their 5 to 11 year old uh, vaccinated so again we're at the it's the laporte county health department covid19 vaccine clinic and we are located at 1007 lincoln way at the old laporte hospital and it was the old entrance in terms of the main entrance in between yeah, not emergency, not, not where the not coffee emergency, shop was. Not where the yeah. coffee shop was. It's the door in between. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly right. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And we're there from 8 a.m. and we stay until 6 p.m. So if somebody walks in the door at two minutes to six, we're still giving them a shot. And you can you can you can sign up online if you'd like, but you can also walk in, correct? That is correct. And you or and we're also there on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. And if you have any questions, you can call the Maine County Health Department at 219-326-6808, extension 7101. Well, Ms. Peggy Rose, thank you so much again for being back on the show and, and educating us about COVID-19 and the vaccine and things like that. Um, I appreciate you being here. And again, if you have any questions, contact your local health department. One more thing. One more thing. Somebody left a pair of prescription sunglasses out at the clinic about two weeks ago. Yeah. So if you're missing your prescription sunglasses and you recently got vaccinated, don't blame the vaccination. You just need to They're, go get your... Go yeah. get your yeah, All right. Up. Hey, thanks so much for thank listening. You. I want to thank so much uh, to, to our team here at WCOE. Thank you for to our producer, Dennis Siddell, and for uh, those who are editing the podcast. Woogie's out, so I don't even know who's going to do that. But thank you so much for listening. You're the best. We'll be back on Friday right here on 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for joining us and voicing your opinion on this edition of Sound Off. The views on Sound Off are those of the host or callers and do not represent the...